Hello, I'm Jack and I'm Joel and this is Jack and Joel Talks. Talks. What are we talking about today, Jack? This is our third episode and we're mm. talking about childhood. How exciting childhood memories cover there. Childhood, were you a good child, a bad child? What do you remember massively? I know, any guesses for which Jack was, good or bad? Vote now. I was, <laughs> I was, I think, fine after about 15. Yeah, that's what I hear from from your from storytelling and from, <laughs> from your mum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go on. Was... What what sort of crazy shenanigans okay. were you? Well, up I'm to as a I've kid? I've got a few, but I'm gonna think about kind of some funny ones that are more involved in my family than than my bad behaviour per se. To start with, anyway. Okay. So sure a big thing. one. You know, you have those memories where you don't actually know whether it's your memory or it's been told to you so many times that mm. you just make it be your memory so I'm gonna say I remember but I'm not sure if I do I don't know if I just remember my my dad and my grandma's recollection but we were somewhere on the British seaside on the coast and oh uh, uh, what you need to know for this is my family are quite a big swimming family so I was a swimmer um quite I wouldn't say seriously but I was training you know five six seven times a week until I was about 13 no about 14 15 and my dad grew up swimming, as did my uncles, and right back to my grandma, who was a PE teacher for all of her life, and then when she retired was a kind of life-saving and lifeguarding instructor, so water and pools and all that kind of thing has been a large part of my growing up. And so we were on the beach, and I was in the water, and I think my dad and my grandma at this point were out on the sand, um, along with my mum and I think my brother, and apparently a massive wave just took me out completely and I was nowhere to be seen for quite a while and was kind of bobbing along not face down but it was quite you know if I saw this now I would be quite scared by it I think if I saw a child doing that in the water and apparently there were some women running around just going oh my goodness that child is drowning he's gonna die and you know trying to turn around and go where on earth are the parents who's responsible for this child and apparently both my grandma and my dad just kind of went He'll sort himself out. He's fine. And that was their oh way of me learning how to hold my breath, how to swim, all that kind of thing, which sounds um, much more neglectful than I think it is. Cause well, it wouldn't, wouldn't happen in my family, I don't think. But I actually think that, you know, kids have to learn for themselves. Well, that's the thing. They? It's the whole kind <laughs> of, it, you know, it's a slightly exaggerated version of the pick something up and it's got a bit of soil on it. Yeah. Brush it off and eat it's it. It's a little than, more extreme, yeah. though. It's more extreme than soil, but I mean, <laughs> I wasn't dying. They just knew that obviously I was maybe all right at swimming at the time, and therefore this is going to help me. I don't know, maybe conquer any nerves of being in the sea as well. It's just be like, right, we'll sort it out. Yeah. It works. I mean, everything's conquered when you're dead. <laughs> okay, wow. Morbid turn. Well, no, I think I think fair enough. Um, yeah, I I reckon that's not your memory. I think. I don't think it is. Yeah. But, but I've, but got, it did I've got some of those as well. Um, there's poo involvement in my first one. And actually, I know for a fact that you have a similar story to this as well. We both Well, I have a poo shit yeah, at but birth, right? I don't think I did. I think uh, it was that I had... Just me then. Just you <laughs> as a weird taste for poo. No, I had um, a... the Basically, I had the cord wrapped around my neck and in the womb... And I was Ah. so basically, obviously, the more that my mum pushed, the tighter it got. And the more distressed I got, the more likely it was. I think I had pooed 
And if they hadn't have done an a incredibly immediate C-section, I would have swallowed that poo mm. and had brain damage. Yeah. Now you see, I did swallow that poo. I thought you couldn't. Well, you, yeah, I got being... rushed straight to hospital. I, I had some of that, that delicious poo at start. As in you got rushed to hospital inside your mum's tummy still or is it no i think this is just as i got taken out i had to be go straight to hospital because of the fact that I were you not born in hospital yeah yeah but i mean straight to the next room of the hospital i don't know (laughs) you know what i mean no i just thought it's like like a special care unit afterwards um so well i didn't know that potentially gives you brain damage uh explains something there but you know maybe maybe our shit eating days have brought us together somehow a little infinity to yeah um, well, that's beautiful. That's really nice. <laughs> I've got some weird ones that I've jotted down about my childhood. I bet yours are all going to be funny and cool and mine are all nerdy and weird. No, they're not all cool. There was one, I told you this part of this the other day, but at my primary school, um, I think it was perhaps because they were lacking resources. The only things that we were given as objects to entertain ourselves at lunchtime was a bucket of, well, a bucket and a paintbrush. But we weren't given any paint. We were told to fill the bucket up with water. And then on a sunny day, we'd just be allowed to paint one of the walls in the playground. And obviously within five to ten seconds, <laughs> the painting had disappeared because the, the sun Wait, was why kinda... would there be painting? As in it was water, right? Yeah, it was water that they... What, but it still makes like a little... A mark, mark on the wall, on it, obviously, because so it's wet. Doing and then the sun comes along gone. and dries it out. Anyway, that's horrifying. <laughs> well, I think it's character Was it building. just you that did it? No, it wasn't <laughs> just me. Mm, okay. uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, what I do remember then, this actually isn't, it's not that nice of me, but I remember a boy that I wasn't that keen on. Um, and basically I said to him that underneath one of the picnic benches, bearing in mind, you know, obviously it's see-through. If you think about a normal picnic bench where it's got the little kind of city bits at the bottom and the main bit, but they're slits, so they've got gaps and stuff in the top. And I said to him, um, underneath that bench, I don't know how young I must have been for him to have fallen for it, but underneath the bench, directly underneath, are loads of sweets. Well, you could see that there just were not loads of sweets there. I mean, it was literally obvious. Anyway, so I made him go under the bench and sit there and then I got a bucket full of water and tipped it on his head oh blimey oh you were a little bully weren't you little I wasn't a bully child. I just wasn't very nice oh gosh I wouldn't have got on with you as a child I was like Mr anti-bullying I used it to get wasn't really bullying. upset I, as in we didn't get on <laughs> he probably did similar things to me I just don't remember okay mm. fair enough a little war childhood war then yeah I'll go for war oh, well I was thinking about my my chest days you know, there's where... I thought you said chest. My chest like, days, I used to You never do chest iron. day. Oh, well, back then I did. <laughs> no, chess in this case, a little bit less cool than the gym, but um, I was a big chess enthusiast as a kid, and we used to go to these tournaments, and, you know, you'd be on a team as well, so you'd be with your, you know, school team, and we used to come up with the best tactics to sort of put off your opponent. So we would sit down as a team... And we'd start just like picking stuff out of each other's hair and not talking to each other and just being absolutely weird as possible. And, the, you know, the team across from us was just thinking, what on earth are these people What could doing? you pick out of and your And we hair? might be in the middle of the game and just, you know, just pretending we were monkeys sort of oh, thing. Oh, right. Not just being not like, 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 like put Lego in here earlier. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Here's one I made earlier. Yeah. No, just like pretending we were monkeys or whatever. The classic was to always say, so, you know, a move in chess is 
you know, to check someone. Mm-hmm. And it's part of the rules that you have to say check when you've checked someone. Yeah, of course. At least at a child level, just to make sure everyone knows what's going on. And so we check. Do you not have to in real life? I, I don't think you, you know. I've, I've played since. You don't know. People just know. Oh. That, yeah, yeah. I say if you're good enough. Check you. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people condition to, like, I would probably still I would always, always say yeah. check. Because, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, you're a, a chess player as well. But, obviously, we had to say check as loud as possible. Oh. Right? To just really sort of rub it in every time. Mm. So check, check, check. Um, I got very good at that. And I remember it all built up to one kid bless him we were in this proper big hall doing this chess tournament and I I ended up beating this guy you know fair game but also having used you know some of these annoying tactics on him and he stood up afterwards and smacked the whole board and started crying and said I can't believe it and ran out the hall and everyone stopped and just looked at me and I didn't know whether to like don't tell me you said check really loud. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> Just to finish it all off. No, I didn't know what to do with myself. I kind of wanted to smile out of pride that I could make somebody that Cry. upset through a game yeah. of chess, which is a bit sadistic, isn't it? But Because you've never cried when I've beaten you at chess. Well, you've never beaten me. So <laughs> I know. It'd be hard well, to know when you Jack. <laughs> I had a sweet shop at school, which I would like to think is, you know, entrepreneurial. It was. I made a lot of oh, money yeah. from it. Basically, we weren't allowed out of school, which I imagine is the case for most people, at least from the age of 11 till 16 at secondary school. You know, you couldn't leave at lunchtime unless oh, your yeah. parents got you. You can't just nip to the shop or anything. So, and and also there was a, a bit of a health drive. So, you know, they got rid of vending machines and all that kind of thing. So there was, n- there was never the opportunity really to get fizzy drinks or proper, you know, sugary sweets. It was all, oh, we can have a flapjack. And, you know, that wasn't quite enough for a lot of people. So I took it upon myself, with my mum's backing, to start with it with some of her money that I was borrowing. I was like, I was loaning wow. it. And um, basically start a sweet shop. So I bought the, you know, like the three for a pound bags of sweets and laces you can get from any normal supermarket. I started off with stuff like that and I sold each of those bags for a pound. Which obviously is a great markup. That is a great markup. And can confirm. I as a mathematician. And I had those in my big old locker. And it got to the point where people just kind of knew after a month or so that I was the one to come. And I was literally making 50, 60, 70 quid a week, which as a 12, 13 year old, that's insane. That, yeah, that was bonkers amounts of money. So I then ended up, my tactic was. I had a huge range of things. I basically just bought everything in the Tesco sweet aisle. But I would say to the people that I knew would fall for it, that it was the last thing that I had. So I remember one time having a normal size dairy <laughs> oh, milk bar. Oh, kids. Honestly, though. <laughs> and I would say, you know, it probably cost me, I mean, I don't eat chocolate anymore. So what does a normal dairy milk, uh, not what, a tiny like one. Like a block of... Yeah, is that between... Quid? Yeah, about yeah. a pound. Yeah. And I remember getting... Um, over six pounds for it because I said that it was my the very last thing and I basically auctioned it six off. Six pounds. That Unbelievable, is one isn't it? Desperate chocolate yeah. eating child. I know, bless him. And I'd still know who I won't <laughs> on here, but I know who yeah. he is. Out him on his chocolate outfits um, back then. And in the end, I think the dinner ladies were catching on to it because it was always me walking with different people to my locker like some little mafia boy when I was I don't know. I think I was in year eight, so I was twelve. And one of the boys who I really didn't get on with at the time, spragged on me. He told on me. He just told a teacher that I was selling sweets. Um, And so for some reason, I just 
when well I know the reason is because he's spragged on me but I punched him um, and he was in my year and that was that and then about 15 minutes later he got his brother onto me who was a year 12 so a 17 year old and um, he just beat me up oh, <laughs> threw me in a massive bin and the boy that I'd punched came along with his um, bag of football boots and was just whipping me with it. So obviously they were inside a bag, but you could still feel the studs. And then um, we all got excluded for a couple of days. And the teacher who had told about my escapades told me I could either donate all the sweets to charity or wheel them home in the caretaker's kind of massive trolley because I lived about a 10 minute walk from home and I think I think I ended up donating them but oh gosh I thought I was going the other way there yeah no I, I, think, I think I actually I think I, I think I did wheel them were. home actually <laughs> yeah I think oh, I did gosh. I think it was well, partly though because they, she insisted that they go to the Salvation Army which wasn't a charity that I was that fussed about so savvy I was just like no I'd rather do what I want with them Right. Well, there, there you go. At this point, I think we'd like to add, we don't condone violence. Um, no, we don't condone Jack- anything that I did growing up, basically. I'm yeah. a model student post-15, but before that, don't Oof, don't do what I was, did. It was different. I, mm. I haven't still to this day got in any actual fights. Except really? when you smacked me once. Yeah, because you smacked me first. Let's not get into that. That was your own <laughs> it fault. It wasn't a childhood memory, but I'm sure it will come up in, these, in this series at mm. some point. Um, but no, I had a similar thing, actually. I wondered what you, you did with all that money, but I had um, a gambling I business. I think I invested it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, and Jack is now a millionaire. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. We do get asked that sometimes, don't we? When we do primary school visits. Yeah. Oh, the, that's a brilliant question. I when the hand goes that. up. Whenever and... we do, you know, we've spent the whole day working with them, teaching kids singing and beatboxing and building up their confidence and stuff. And then the teachers are hopeful that, you know, we'll be able to give a little inspirational talk about working hard at school because, you know, we got into a good uni, but we're still doing music because we love it and it's our passion and it's so great to be involved in everything. And then they go, so are you a millionaire? And we would say, yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> of course. What other ones we get asked, you know, it's really serious. And they What's want your to football know team? What colour? What's your favourite colour? Yeah. Every yeah. single time. Do you have a million subscribers on YouTube? Yes. Yes. And counting. <laughs> Hopefully by the time this is out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Tomorrow. very helpful. Um, no, no. So I had the gambling business instead of the sweet. I did do the sweets thing as well for a mm. period of time, but I saw the real money. And the real money was in gambling. Because you just do these ridiculously, yeah. you know, swayed odds in your favour games. You do the higher and lower thing, but you just keep on giving them the option to execute going further for like, you know, 1.5 times in their money. But obviously, you know, there's two flips. So that's just naturally bad maths for them. And people would just go again, again and again. Mm. Um, so there's lots of money involved in that. Oh, we were proper money. Proper money. <laughs> Hundred pounds plus. Yeah, yeah. You must have as well. Oh, I, if people are buying chocolate end, bars a few for six. And in quid. the end, I think because I was asked by a teacher obviously how much I made and that I should donate that as, as well, which obviously I didn't. But I think I made about seven hundred quid over wow. the space of okay, no, that's, a few months. That's serious money. That's Bonkers. more than me. It's more than you've ever earned. More than I've <laughs> ever earned, except for that million that I'm hiding that away. That that's million that's the bed. Another one for me. Um, in the same kind of horrible, mischievous age at school, was for some stupid reason, I thought it wise, when we had a supply teacher once, I think it was for religious studies, I threw a stink bomb against the wall, but in a class that I was in, and then managed to 
convince the teacher that someone must have run past the room and thrown it in. But the door was shut the whole time. And he believed me until one of the girls in our room went out to the toilet and was sick because of how minging it was. Oh and God. told him that it was me. And I got in loads of trouble for that. I don't know how you can talk your way out of that one in the first place, but... I think he was just so oh, oblivious. Oh, I hated the stink bomb thing. They're so butters. I know, I don't know why I did it. Oh, God. I only did one. I never bought it either. I was given it by someone. Yeah, I suppose if you have been given it, what are you going to do? I'm not going to eat it, am I? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, who knows, fair, Jack? Who knows? You're the one who ate poo. Well, actually, yeah, I would have taken it <laughs> off you. <laughs> Thought, this reminds me of childhood. <laughs> Uh, and gobbled it right up. So, I mean, there were so many fads, weren't there? My my favourite one was um, when Yu-Gi-Oh was a thing, right? Oh, so you obviously yeah. had the Pokemon face, but Yu-Gi-Oh cards, there was this collection called Exodia. Did you do Yu-Gi-Oh? No. Exodia was this I barely did any of... Come on. You know, if I was... It was like Betty oh, Spaghetti on. and Barbie. No, I didn't like do Crazy all the, Bones, the boy Beyblades. No, I wasn't interested in any of those. Oh, my, well... I did um, Hammer Beads and... What were the... Well, Scoobies. Hammer Beads, oh, hammer beads is what Scoobies. you iron... With the greaseproof paper in between. It's those little plastic beads that you put onto a base Not and then you make... Are you kidding? Literally, no. They were huge. Scooby-Doo's, I mean... I was yeah, Scoobies were amazing. And game. I was good with Scoobies. I used to be able to do 16 string. I Ooh. used to make all sorts of things for my grandma's car and I made my mum bracelets and stuff. I was good at it. Mm. Anyway, back to your well, no, masculine just, child. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's almost no point telling me <laughs> telling you now. But no, there's these five cards called Exodia and the game started by picking up five cards. And then if at any point you had the five... It was like the five pieces of this boss, like an arm and a leg, etc. And if you had the five cards in your hand, you just win the game. It was just like a ridiculous special right. scenario that would never happen. Yeah. But I learned this shuffle where you, if you put things at the back, everything would just go in reverse order. Nobody called me out on it. I would literally start every game with it at the back, shuffle it to the front and play it instantly. And nobody thought anything of it. So I'd just be winning everyone's cards. How stupid are people? Yeah, stupid. <laughs> that, I, mean, I just thought that because I was shuffling that it must be fair. So yeah, that was my year. They're too days, trusting, and you took Ill. advantage of people's trust. Do oh you not come feel on! Bad about that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of now the younger stuff. So we're going kind of back in time now. I have a scar, a Nike Tick um, style scar on the back of my head, and this is because I had a bunk bed up until I was I don't know nine, ten, eleven. Not really sure. Um, and I thought it wise to climb it the wrong way round, so almost like a backward spider. And long story short, fell off, smashed my head on the wall. Um, my head was cut open. And apparently my mum was in hysterics. Uh, and I was driven to the hospital and we were just singing wheels on the bus and I was fine about it. And it was, a, it, I had a wife. What kind of hysterics it? Oh, crying her eyes okay, out. She wasn't <laughs> laughing. <laughs> laughing, singing wheel on the bus. Oh my God. I was like, no. I, I assumed crying, but then the wheels on the bus <laughs> came out and I was like, oh, maybe everyone's in As a in, jolly good just mood. A distraction from the fact that I was bleeding out. <laughs> oh, wow. I know. No. Yeah, you, you've lived. Have you broken any bones? Other, well, other than my skull. skull. <laughs> um, no, I actually haven't. I've never had a sling or a oh. pot or anything like that. Because I didn't, I don't think I was particularly into doing the like traditional boy things and of stupidity and okay. falling over and hurting myself. I think I was always quite precious about looking after myself, which hasn't really changed. No, it hasn't. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that brings us to the me. present day. Um, yeah, they, I mean, those are some some anecdotes of ours from childhood. Uh, clearly, we had lots of fun and embarrassing memories as well. Uh, I'd to love to know any... what other people's were. Yeah, me too. Pop it on. 
maybe on YouTube comments or social media. Yeah, tweet her. When we release the episode, we'll, you know, we'll make a post. We'd love to hear your your funny stories as well. Uh, Share everything around. But thank you so much for tuning in with us today. And we're just loving this series every time. Talking about ourselves. It's great. Nobody can interrupt us except each other. (laughs) And, you know, we do enough of that anyway. We do. do. Right. We will have to catch you next time for episode four. This has been... Episode four, yeah. I know. We're working through them now. Working through it. Right. Right. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media, at Jack and Joel for Twitter, at Jack and Joel one for Instagram. Uh, We're on YouTube, of course, and... If you want that merch, oh yeah! Oh, if you want that merch, make sure you go and get it on www.jackandjoel.tmill.com. Toodle pip! Bye.